have a real good marriage. Uh, is that the dog? Yeah, his name is. I was oh, about I to say Buster. His name is Gunner. A uh, little backstory about Gunner. I met him um, and his owner like a week ago, and he was pretty calm for the most part. And then the second he got in this house and she walked away, all bets were off. Mm, I see. Fuck your crib, homie. And he was jumping all over the place, um, committing more crimes in my kitchen, knocking shit over. I see. Your hair looks good. Moose's hair is very long for people who uh, obviously, I was going to say for people who can't see, but nobody can see because we don't release video. To be fair, I love how you have a cat in the background. And I have a dog right in front of me. Um, uh, my, my roommate's cat is just fucking dancing on my shoulders right now. <laughs> to be fair, I didn't get any sleep, though, because this guy, this little, little buddy over here, he, in all his wisdom, decided to have stomach issues this first mm. night. So I go to bed around, like, 1030, um, watching Justice League, the Snyder Cut, four hours. Nick B told me it was good. I've fallen asleep about nine times. Um, so it's very good. Yeah, I'm powering through. It's tough. Um, I wake up at like 2.20. He's crying. He needs to go outside. So I let him out finally. And he is having explosive diarrhea. The, 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 the type that you, you usually get from gangrene back in the uh, first oh, grade. I see. You know, yeah. That's what he had. It, it that's what my, uh, I, uh, my girlfriend and I, since our last uh, episode... I uh, got this little little cattle dog puppy, and about He's three now. That's how long the episode. Yeah, you know, funny that it, it's been forever. Um, mm-hmm. But no, this dog we've had it for probably like a month now, almost. It just got used to us, but it had. Uh, we thought it had parvo because it was just like it was just sh- like shitting just soup out, like no. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I had. Uh huh. And then like I had the fan on so that like. Okay, so here's the other thing about this dog, is that this dog came from a really dirty home, um, and we asked the vet why it does this, but this dog eats its own shit like all the time, constantly. Because it had to survive. No, it was like a, it's like a cleaning mechanism, cleaning uh, like behavior, because it doesn't want to lay in this shit, um, so it'll eat the shit, because the people. These people got it from Mexico City, drove it up to San Diego, and then they were like, here you go, 300 bucks. Wait, 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 wait. It eats its own shit to clean itself? That sounds like a mistake in the algorithm. Well, no. It's, so it eats its own shit because it'll have, like, an accident. And it's either that or it's afraid to get in trouble for pooing, but we haven't, like, punished it for going inside yet because it's, like, eight weeks old. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, I mean, I really doubt it's fucking adorable. So I really doubt the other people were like, God damn it, whatever your name is. They also told us it was a boy. And then we take it to the vet because they think it has parvo. And the vet looks at me like I'm a complete moron. They're like, yeah, this is a boy. It's a girl. It's a girl. This whole time he was saying uh, Leo. Weird your name of Leo. Uh huh. And the thing, here's the thing. After we found out it was a girl, um, I become way more patient. Because, like, Leo, the first two weeks as Leo, biggest piece of shit dog ever. I fucking hated it. Like, me and my girlfriend were, like, straight up almost breaking up because I wanted to get get rid of this fucking dog because I didn't, didn't sleep a wink for for two, three weeks. And it's it's tough on your body. It's awful. kids, dude. It's awful. <laughs> so I, I would was... rather have – I'd rather have a baby. Well, but don't they piss and shit and eat their own shit? Uh, they don't eat their own shit, and they shit in a diaper. <laughs> So you just throw well, the diaper away, and then you clean them up. I would rather that than shit on the floor, piss on the floor every five seconds. Um, well, as if the baby uses a diaper. Well, your baby's not gonna. Your your baby's gonna use the, the like the what's what's the thing in South Park? The Cherokee hair tampons, but a Cherokee hair diaper. Well, I'm gonna do what um, Master Roshi did to Goku. I'm just gonna kind of send him up a mound at like one years old, and, you know, naked super- with a tail. Uh-huh. Dude, the tails were Baby sick. Goku was naked a lot in that show for some reason. You know, that, that um, I looked at, I was watching a Watch Mojo video, and it was like 10 shows slash episodes that didn't age well. And Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z, Dragon mm-hmm. Ball. There's was, some there's some episodes, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, he was sexist as hell. Uh-huh. There's one where Goku just, it's like one of the first, I didn't watch all of Dragon Ball, but in one of the very early episodes, Goku meets Bulma. 
and his first reaction is like she's sleeping he's like ah, let me lift up her skirt yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's trying Insane. to plow it was like two and a half i watched the, the uh this one aged like mel the pokemon episode where jesse and james go undercover on that cruise ship and james uh basically gets a sex change operation yeah so i know which one you're talking about that's encanto league um that's on netflix it's early yeah Jesse does a lot. I don't think it's on Netflix. I saw it on YouTube. I was putting Pokemon on, so this dog kind of got the basics. You know that might be the funniest thing ever said in the history of Planet Earth. The Coco Man. My dog how to survive in today's world by watching Pokemon. By watching a 25-year-old cartoon based on on Japan. Based on Japan? Mm Mm-hmm. Kanto's based on Japan. I mean, all of Pokemon is regions in Japan. You ever been? No, but I would. Japan would be sick. China would be sick, too, I think. Japan or China, if you had to go to one? Japan, because there's a basically zero chance you get locked up for saying the wrong thing. Yeah, and which one's the one that has more uh, pollution? Like, you basically step outside, and you're basically smoking a pack of cigs. Um, I think Japan's, like, fairly conscious about it. Uh, China, I don't know if it's still like that. But I remember when we were growing up, they were like, you can't go outside. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But that could have also just been like Laura Ingraham. <laughs> and they were all wearing the mask that people wear today. Mm-hmm. And what's her name? The one I made, Marjorie Green. Um, Marjorie Taylor Green. What do you think she was doing in 2007? Oh, what was she doing in 2000? She was a Democrat in 2007. When did the towers go down? Okay, anyways. Um, <laughs> um, speaking of TV and, you know, the, the what have you, me and Garrett... Mm-hmm in a little uh, how do you say mia for the greater part of like, yeah should what? we should we tell them why uh well no, i think we need a little bit of pause um we, we gotta figure some stuff out you know life stuff garrett's now you know works for major league baseball he's a higher up he, um, uh-huh yeah he's the adam silver of of the if adam's Madden. Even though I don't technically work for San Diego Studio. Yes. If Adam Silver was the baseball commissioner and wasn't really the commissioner, but instead played MLB The Show 22 and mm-hmm. wasn't totally affiliated with San Diego Studios, but played the game every day, that's what Garrett is. Uh-huh. And like, game pointers. Uh-huh. And I'm supposed to be teaching kids life lessons here at a middle school come August. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm still, you know, over at South Point. Going to run that thing back real quick. Run it back and uh, hopefully uh, secure that state championship that we uh, botched completely. Yeah, maybe I'll come out this time. Yeah, the military disaster that was the state championship's first half when we were down 21-0 on a blink of an eye. Fucking Horizons mm-hmm. student sections going bonkers. The They're doing the, the Seven Nation Army shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> when you hear Seven Nations, who is that? That's uh, Led Zeppelin. No, not Led Zeppelin. That's... Uh, uh, white, white stripes, but there is a video of the guitarist from Led Zeppelin playing it with the white stripes guy, and but, like what I, some <laughs> other dick, like the Edge or something from YouTube. What I was getting at is, if you're the, if you are in a football stadium and the other team starts, you know, going off to some white stripes or ACP, uh, you're in trouble because that is. Uh, I think mid game, yeah. If you hear thunderstruck in the third quarter, there's trouble brewing. Hear it, yeah. If you hear it when they're coming out, let's shout them out. Football. Yeah, shout, yeah, shout them out. Well, that's the shout them out was a place that was absolutely impossible to hype up. That's student. We didn't have a student section. We have a parents section. Yeah, I would say homecoming was always pretty lit. We had a pretty big stadium for what it's worth. But yeah, no, I get what you're gonna. Victory Field. I'm picking up what you're putting down. One maximum. Um, speaking of Victory Field, though. Um, yeah, so we've been, you know, I always say speaking of, and I say said last, and then I go uh-huh. on. Basically, stuff. long story short, I didn't want to do the podcast. I, I Not that I didn't want to do the podcast. I was less and less interested with the podcast after football ended. I don't give a shit about basketball, which I probably said 10 times in the last three episodes of Moose and Friends before we went on our hiatus. And then I told, eventually I just said to Alec, do it yourself and I'll listen to it and I edit it. And it's not fun doing it yourself. So you get lost, you get lost in, in your thoughts when you're doing it yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, an hour podcast turns into seven hours of you just talking like you're Thomas Shelby from Peaky Blinders. Mm-hmm. I got to watch that show, but we're, uh, we're back. 
sort of. We don't have any. We don't have any serious plans. So I don't know if we're gonna do this every week or. No, I plan on doing it every week. Um, we're, yeah, we're and well, we're at least recording again. So our. Gary's trying listener. to get out and hedge, get out in front, just in case we don't record every week. So we can be like, I did say it that one time. Uh, well, it's, I I just want to let our 19 listeners know. Uh-huh. They're gonna be uh, so excited when it's back. I know it's gonna be like Christmas morning when they see Moose and Friends uploaded a new episode. Uh-huh. Um, speaking of Christmas morning, though, I keep, I need to stop doing that. <laughs> My transitions, um, the worst transitions ever. Yeah, because they don't make. Well, this one actually makes sense because I was gonna say, speaking of Christmas morning, we had Kenobi come out while we were out, and pretty much what I'm what we're gonna do uh, going forward is for the cold, not just the cold opening, because I would say the cold opening is kind of done at this point i would say we're gonna do you something think the cold I- opening's done <laughs> with a buddy longest- we got 20 more minutes of the cold open well we're w- w- what i wanted to do before garrett wanted to he loves his cold opens um just kind of you know talk about something whether it's in the football world or media or or you know tv movies we're in the slow season right now so we need to fill time uh video games um we are avid Star Wars fans, and we have Huge said Star Wars um, fans. many, oh, many of times, Garrett, not just on this podcast, but to people, you know, friends, families, acquaintances, strangers walking the street, we have said that him and I could unequivocally write, direct, and create better Star Wars content than some of the just shit that is spewing out of the Disney Corporation. We've been saying that for how long? Ten years? Um, I think since we left the theater on opening day when Force Awakens came. Huh. Garrett fell asleep. So we took a red eye um, from uh, Phoenix to, where were we, Boston? Went to Boston, and then we went to some famous theater. It was pretty cool. There. It was a really cool movie theater in downtown Boston. Yeah, but we're tired Very of shit. Theater or something. Um Neither of us slept on the plane because, I mean, I'm six foot. He's like six foot four. But what would we fly with? They had no leg room. We flew American or United. And we also flew like row 28 of 32 or 36 or something. At like 1 a.m. Uh, so we, God, that was, dude, that was buns. Um, and I remember distinctly the, the flight there and back. The cabin was like 90 fucking degrees, which makes mm-hmm. no sense. Cause this was in the middle of winter. It's like all the jet exhaust was somehow funneling into the plane, heating everything uh-huh. up and cooking us. Uh-huh. And they were smoking cigarettes and cigars and puffing it towards us. Mm-hmm. They said, what are you in for? Uh-huh. Yeah, no, they did. They, they, yeah. And they were, you know, grilling hot dogs and burgers and see, God damn it. That is so uh-huh. funny. But anyways, long story short. Yeah, no, he's right. Since the force awakens comes out. I remember we got to the part where, you know, Ray was in Maz Kanata's castle. You know, she's spewing her rhetoric, her bullshit. You know, Finn's doing his thing, trying to jump ship uh, before he uh, figured that he was going to try to chase some tail with Ray. And mm-hmm. I look over at Garrett, and he's just snoozing. He's out like a light, and I'm fighting it. I'm like, this movie kind of sucks. <laughs> um, it wasn't the worst of the three sequels, but it was it was New Hope with new people. Worst mm-hmm. people. It was by far the best. Little did we know it was going to be far and away the it best. It didn't get better. We thought it was going to get better. Way worse. It, in fact, did not get better. We've shit on the sequels a, like, a good amount in this, though. You think Last Jedi is worse than Rise of Skywalker? I think Last Jedi is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah. Okay. And I think Rise, Rise of Skywalker. Of... Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to I think Rise of Skywalker is worse. I know. So, me and Garrett, not too long ago, we tried to rewatch the last jedi together over xbox we have not done it with the rise of skywalker it's i will say too i have i've seen rise of skywalker once last jedi is very cringeworthy but rise of skywalker has their cringeworthy stuff too like they fly now they fly now they fly now i know with the jet trooper um and Sidious coming back i mean i could write a thesis on how how that is just bad bad writing and, and, yeah uh, multi I mean, we've said it before on here that it, like it just invalidates the other, the first six movies. Oh yeah, it, you might as well. They took a giant heaping shit on all six of those. They told Hayden Christensen to go fuck himself in so many words. Yeah. The Last Jedi was really bad. I mean, I don't think it was as cringeworthy. I completely disagree. The Last Jedi. I don't remember how long the 
No, not solely because of Rose. Um, I don't know, man. I don't remember how long Rise of Skywalker was, but Last Jedi is like two hours and 30, two hours and 45 minutes. It's a long fucking shit. Movie. It's terrible. And an oh, hour of it, an hour of it is them going to that fucking casino. That's the worst part, but even like the Ray and Kylo stuff is okay. It's ruined by the Luke's art. No, um, I completely agree. Honestly, if there's if there's lightsabers involved, I can get a I can get along. With it. Like the Ray, the Ray and Kylo Ren stuff in any of the movies was like watchable at least. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm getting. It's at. all the yeah. dumb, other dumb bullshit where fucking Laura Dern. <laughs> does the holdo maneuver and shoots herself i re- i saw a video the other day about how it wasn't even supposed to be it was like it was an accident that she hit the ship so it's not even the holdo maneuver apparently mm-hmm. or the but video where it's like holdo maneuver but if it actually made sense in star and wars it's so story. funny and it's just it's just the ship like barely getting up to speed and then disintegrating when it hits the the venator Mm-hmm. That's what okay. really should happen, and then they shoot down uh, the and ship. They shoot down the other ship. That uh-huh. that really is a hilarious video. No, I think the Leia Mary Poppins, the Haldo maneuver. Um, I forgot about the Poppins thing. Yeah, the the battle on crate <laughs> being not a battle was awful. Um, um, I kind of agree with that. I didn't hate the crate thing. Well, okay, but here's how I see it: when you and I, and I don't count the I don't count the originals because of the technology back then but you mean with like the battlefront battlefront 2 on the xbox um when we do the battle of crate we you and i and just everybody in that game whether it's galactic conquest well no galactic assault the only one you we as a collective group make the battle crate way more exciting if that makes sense uh yeah i agree there's nothing really going on it's just a bunch of walkers that all focus fire on Luke. He's not even yeah, and then and then we fight on Geonosis. It's fun. It's cool. But I mean, Attack of the Clones. That was pretty sick. First time ever in Star Wars history seeing like eighty Jedi's light up their lightsabers. I action. agree. Like mm-hmm. you're not. Gonna be, that's just how I see it. But you know, we'll disagree on which one was worse. We both agree that they all sucked. But uh, we yeah. finally got it. By the way. Uh, who's Anakin and who's Obi Wan? We had a little, you know. You mean break. between us? Yeah, I think I'm Obi Wan well, now. Thinking about it, because yeah. you're tall, Anakin was taller. I would be your master. You would never be my master. I'm older. Mm-hmm. You're wiser. Um, I would say you're you're inherently more evil. <laughs> uh huh. Exactly. Every, I always say, I always say every, every Star Wars video game we we play that my the first thing I do is see who can use Force Lightning. Yeah, Garrett killed Rosh in Jedi Academy. I did not. Oh, right away too. Yeah, he said, "quote unquote," he's annoying, and then killed him. It's true. I, I would never. So, you know, just going off that right there, I'm Obi Wan. He's he's Anakin. But our thoughts. What we're going to do is we're going to dive into the whole series as a whole because, I mean, it's over. It finished on Wednesday of last week. What was that? Or this week, I guess, three, three, four days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric, if you had to give the series a grade, zero out of ten, and the final episode a grade, zero out of ten, what would they be? I think of the series like a 7.8. Okay. And the last episode was pretty damn near perfect. Last episode was fucking awesome, dude. Nine, you know, 9.7. I, I did 7.2. Martin asked me this question. I gave mm-hmm. the series a 7.2. It's better than a 7. It is. Yeah. It is but it's I not liked a, it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I gave the finale. I gave the finale. I wanted to give it a 9, but I gave it an 8.5. Just because, you know, the fact that... And we talked about Obi-Wan making the mistake twice and not keep killing... Anakin, he had or Darth Vader. He had Darth Vader, you know, dead to rights. He's sitting mm. duck, so to speak. Uh, once he yeah. cut his, his helmet off, I didn't really understand that either. We did get some of the best dialogue in Star Wars history uh, when mm. he was. That was one of the best fight scenes. Oh yeah, and then um, Reva. I never had it that big of an issue with Reva, like a lot of people online did. But I do have an issue with everyone surviving lightsabers through the gut. She could have survived another way. But stop yeah, making how, that. Yeah, like, she survives, but Qui Gon doesn't survive. 
you could always say dark side users can use the force to keep themselves alive more. Revenge is a hell of a way to stay alive. That's what Maul yes. did. That's what the Grand Inquisitor did. But come on now, dude. Taking a lightsaber. Get me a lightsaber and let me put it through your well, stomach. That's, See that true, 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 true. But also, like the, the Inquisitors from all the uh, like all the stuff they talk about online, like what Lucas, Lucas Arts, Lucas Films, whatever they're going by now. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk about the the Inquisitors are like the shittiest Jedi that they just let live. So it was like people who had like there were Jedi janitors basically. Oh, it's like, Nick on get you. Uh huh. Qui Gon Jinn is like one of the one of the most powerful Jedi supposedly of his era. He can't do this shit, but they're saying that Reva hate through hatred held herself together and then couldn't kill baby Luke. Yeah, I don't care. If you really don't want to kill her, if you really don't want to kill her, you don't have to make it like, I don't know, he pushes her off a ledge or she knows she's beaten so she jumps off a ledge and like survives and he doesn't chase her or something of that nature. And then let's say she does survive the stab. Make Owen and Baru kill her at the, at the moisture farm instead of you know having her have second thoughts about killing Luke, because that's Anakin's kid, and Anakin killed her friends as, as kids. Um, not everybody. I don't in, think she knows well, that that's Anakin's kid, though. Fair, but um, I'll say this, though. Um, I don't think every evil person, every villain, every antagonist in Star Wars needs to have some type of, oh, I can go from good to evil, like, you know, snapping my fingers like she's all of a sudden like i can't do it and only one's like ah you straight homie you good and then she goes on she's like i guess i'm not bad anymore like some people are just bad some people mm. are down the deep end you know down the shitter um that they can't come back from it and i'm not seeing that yeah. anymore i don't really like that so well i did okay so my only my main problem with reva I didn't, I mean, she, it wasn't like the worst Star Wars. There are worse Star Wars characters. Uh, but I just, I just thought that she she spoke with the, like the, tried to speak at least with the, like the same cadence that like the Grand Inquisitor speaks with, uh, where she's like talking very loud. My name is. Uh-huh. And it's like, you don't have to, like no one talks like that constantly. My name is Jar Jar. Yeah, I got you. Uh, and it's just like that that kind of cadence in the dialogue was so forced over the first four like three or four episodes that you know then people online are like oh fuck reva she sucks and like she's okay but no i actually thought her story came came together pretty well um i just thought know, i thought her character has some dumb shit i thought it was dumb towards the end on how they kind of you know had mm-hmm. her arc go um, and at the beginning, they did a bad job of setting it up. But that episode, the second to last one, when Obi-Wan's like, you were there when Anakin was going, you know, ape shit on some younglings. Okay, that was sick. You know, a little flashback scene. Also, that flashback scene was badass. Where they were uh, yeah. How about, the, how about the uh, the 40-year-old Anakin dressing up as 15-year-old Anakin? Uh-huh, and they didn't even de Flashback. Uh-huh, they're like, whatever, Hayden. I mean, Hayden Christian still looks good. They didn't look 15. Well, I'm glad we both liked the finale, and we both can agree the Vader-Obi-Wan scene was just, I mean, minus him letting him live, which, I mean, they could have done it a different way. They could have, you know how, like, he felt Luke being captured? Uh Uh-huh. They could have done that while he was fighting Vader, and he's like, I got to go. Also, how I I have a question. How How far can you go on a hyperdrive with, like, one charge? Don't they have to refuel? Bubby on hyperdrives away from that that starship. Let's do a different plan, and then he's there. No, he didn't. He didn't hyperdrive the first time. He just went off. He like broke off to the left. There's a planet. He dip skidded, dip set, and, and he bounced. still gets away. Well, he's like Vader's like prepare my ship, and then you know he jumps after him. Which, I mean, why don't why doesn't Vader just go after him and then you tell the. Uh, the, the other guys to continue on, yeah the rebels but that's besides the point or send some tie fighters where they all out of commission where they on lunch break and and osho wasn't mm-hmm. gonna let them out you know how like, funny that is they're like sorry lord vader i got 20 more minutes of lunch uh-huh he goes my mandate says i can only fly seven hours 
after I just, or I, you know what I'm saying. Okay. Like I only have so many hours within the week. I can life. only fly for five hours before I have to have a mandatory break. Uh-huh. This is the <laughs> empire. Come on. Yep. We have you rights. You're from Mustafar and back to pick up a cape for you. So, uh, this is <laughs> on Peter's you, castle on Mustafar is so sick. Uh-huh. I, I th- so I'm glad that we both, I think it was worth it, don't you? I know a lot of people are oh, like, yeah. Star Wars. I'm like, we got to see, you call him e- uh, Ewan, but you got to see Ewan McGregor. No, you call him Ewan. His name's Ewan McGregor. Yeah, and for no, the last no. decade, Alex has been going Ewan McGregor. Like, he's, yeah, they never like say he it out is there. a Star Wars character. You know that whole time that you, that's the that's the twist at the end of Revenge of the Sith. That, that you it's not pronounced Ewan. Yeah, I go do it. Movie ended. The lights turn on and Garrett's the crying after the Anakin Obi Wan scene, and I look at him. I go, it was Ewan, 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 the whole. It's time. a post credits thing. They do a little like cameo. Where they're like, bye Ewan, and then everyone in the audience goes. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Um, no, I think it was 100% worth it at the end of the day because we yeah, got good. boys in blue back. And mm-hmm. I know, I, lo- still- I love him and him and Hayden together. Yeah, and there was still some really good stuff in it. Um, Star Wars needs to stop two things. And I'm finally glad they actually did this. Oh, okay, so the Mandalorian, right? No one dies right. in the... I, I, this is what I've been talking to, and I don't want to get off track, but this is what me and Garrett, or something I talked to Garrett about for a while now, is in Star Wars, especially the Disney Star Wars, and I don't count the original trilogy because that was just amazing, you know, all around. But there needs to be some type of consequence in these quote-unquote war times going on in the galaxy. In the prequels, you have Qui-Gon Jinn die, you have Mace Windu die, Kit Fist do die if you watch the Clone Wars. That's I mean, one. everyone dies, really. Yeah, the, 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 they lose. The good guys lose. Mm-hmm. And then in the original trilogy. You have Obi-Wan die, and I guess you only know him for part of the movie, but, you know, you start mm-hmm. to like him almost immediately. He's mm-hmm. a very likable character, even though he's, his screen time isn't, you know, obnoxious or anything. Um, and I, you know, Darth Vader, he gets Vader saved. Vader and the, the Emperor die. Yeah, Emperor dies, Vader gets saved at the end, but he ends up dying. Everyone on Alderaan dies, but you don't really yeah, have a connection to Alderaan dies. early on. Mm-hmm. Um, the big three... Uh, or um, even Luke Skywalker's buddy um, from uh, Tatooine dies. What's his name? Oh, not, uh, not Fats. Um, so, yeah. And then in the sequels, nobody of importance dies. It seems like there really is no war going on. And then in The Mandalorian, that was another thing where, you know, none of those main characters within the Mando kind of clan die. I will say, at least in Obi-Wan, I didn't think they were going to kill Tala and the droid. I thought that was going to be like another spinoff waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. So you that was cool. funny. I like that, that is. Coming, yeah, I like that. Happening. December 2024, Tala. Uh huh. So I'm glad that happened. That was that's been a gripe of mine for a while, of just everybody surviving and the bad guys losing. Like they're, if they're trying to get the rebels set, like find a path, kill the rebels, find Obi Wan Kenobi. They have all these stormtroopers ready to rock. Um, and we've seen the stormtroopers be very efficient in movies like Rogue One. You can't you can't pick and choose. You know? So I'm yeah. glad. I, uh, do you think there's going to be a season two? I don't think there can be a season two. Um, I guess. I don't there's know no, you, there were, you can't have Vader and Obi-Wan fight again. You know what they could do? Hmm. You know how Boba Fett had like two, basically two episodes in the Mandalorian, basically in it. Uh huh. I think they could, could do a Vader series. Well, wasn't that the whole? They could. You they and should. I, for the listeners, me and Garrett. I've told Garrett many a times. I'm ready to get my direct directorial debut. You know, off the oh, ground. Our Vader series would be. Yeah. Nuts. Well, it was going to be a movie. It was going to be Jedi's on Kashyyyk being hunted by vader it was gonna be a whole thing it was gonna be epic but what i was gonna get at garrett was so they did boba fett but they had two mando episodes you could do the ahsoka tano series right mm-hmm. and then i think it, he's ewan mcgregor's gonna be in ahsoka. that's what i'm saying have one episode where you break off and it's obi-wan learning from qui-gon it's ahsoka learning that obi-wan is on tap you know stuff like that yeah easy enough but then again why me and Garrett don't get paid the big bucks to do it? Um, I don't know. 
I don't know. They say life's not fair. You know who's really hurting by us not doing it? Uh, the American people. The consumer. Exactly. The, the everyday guy. The average Joe. Mm-hmm, the working Joe. Mm-hmm. The working man. The guy who comes home, wants to put his feet up and watch something amazing. He's just getting good right now. But mm-hmm. balls in your court, uh, Kathleen Kennedy and uh, what's his name? Feige? I don't know. You get it. No idea. But, yeah, no. Is that enough Star Wars talk for today, best friend? I think that is enough Star Wars talk. All right. So, now, if you haven't noticed, we had a pretty damn big break in between the Moose and Friends. Uh, Garrett's a big football guy, always has been. And we can talk football for hours. We can watch football for hours. We've done mm-hmm. it many a times. Many That's a all time. we do. Garrett is anti-NBA. I don't know if it's a LeBron thing, a LaChina thing, a LeBron, a LeGian. I'm not anti-NBA. I just don't find – like, basketball is not that fun to watch. But how fun is it to say LeBron's name with all the funny tweaks? Look at what what was trending on Twitter last night. I love Shannon Sharp. LeGian. Uh, they call him LeBron, LeBrick, LeMickey. <laughs> I saw a list on Twitter the other day. It was like 40 names. It was like Le GM, Le China, Le Brick, Le Le Ring Chaser. What was it? Le Ring Chaser. I saw that. Uh huh. Le Mickey Mouse. Um, God, they can go on forever. They don't stop. Oh, man. That's great stuff. Um, Le 3 and 9 or whatever he is. Because it works. Mm -hmm. You just put Le in front of whatever and you just diss LeBron. Oh, yeah. Um, what else has been going on? Well, we're back in full force with the great sport of baseball. Let's not forget when this thing started back in the, uh, you know, back when I lit, lit the candle. Overnight. Yeah, before you had a producer. Uh-huh. Back, what's it called? Burning the min, midnight fuel? Moonlight fuel? Burning, Mid, the... burning the midnight oil. Back when I was burning the midnight oil <laughs> and creating moose and friends. It was all supposed to be about Diamondbacks baseball. And, I mean, that's, you know, mainly – that's my favorite team. That's the team I watch the most. I, you know, I talked to a, uh, my dad's friend, you know, Dave Babcock, his son, man, mm-hmm. he worked for CBS Sports, and now he's an uh, NBA draft analyst. He was at the draft, um, what, last two nights ago. One How's Babcock not gotten those jobs? I, that's what I said. I was like trying to wiggle my way into a job. He's like, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I really like college basketball and gambling. I love baseball and the sabermetrics. Football, I feel like I know a ton of football because I've coached mm-hmm. it forever. I, I just get the offensive game, whether it's spread, run and shoot, um, pass heavy, whatever it may be, West Coast, inside zone gap scheme. doesn't matter. He said trying to be a jack of all trades is very difficult because if you're going to be a guy on the radio – you talk all sports, but you don't really lean into one as like a specialty. You kind of mm. can like a Ron Wolfley, but he played in the league. He still has to cover everything or yeah. you pick, you pick one. And that's what he did. He's like, I can talk sports, but I played college basketball. I've worked as an NBA scout. This is what I do. I don't do anything else. So I was like, well, I know Arizona Diamondbacks baseball. And when I worked in Nebraska, Sabermetrics, you know, all the good stuff, Woba, launch angle, horizontal, drop vertical you know eric hosmer's favorite stat launching you know it's funny you brought that up to me like the third week of the season it's bad i'm on baseball savant because i want to see who has the highest average exit velos so i'm like going through all the stuff um basically baseball savant is like a sabermetric nerds heaven um i was looking at shohei otani you know his woba ex woba and or Mm. weighted woba i don't know why i said ex woba just as woba and exit velocity, all that good stuff. And I go to the leaderboard. And there's a couple. I go to exit velocity, and I see, you know, Jordan Alvarez, Aaron Judge. Then I go to launch angle. And it's like Mike Trout, Aaron Judge, Kyle Tucker. And I click it again to see the bottom ones. Anything over 20 degrees is a good launch angle to get some flight on the ball and let it carry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Hosmer's average launch angle is it was under. Yeah, it was under. Worse than baseball. It's insane. He, and the worst, the craziest part is he was hitting like 330 at the time. Well, he hits the ball hard. He just hits it. There's four guys in the infield, and it's more condensed. Mm-hmm. Right? Then there's three in the outfield, less condensed. 
Um, he just hits it to the four fuckers in the middle of the infield. Dude, five degrees. The worst. That's crazy. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So so I was like, you know, Diamondbacks baseball, college basketball, which you've seen me gamble for years now. I've probably gambled over a thousand college basketball games. And to be honest, I don't know a ton about the game of basketball, whether it's like sets, um, defensive sets, offensive sets, how to run a scheme or plays mm. or whatever in basketball. I don't. Shit, the first time I ever played organized basketball was my sophomore year. I played at this this league called Cabo. It was a travel travel league. My buddy Martin and I didn't I thought there was three seconds Friend the of the key. show, Martin. Yeah, I thought there was three seconds in the key on defense and offense because there is in the NBA. Not in high school, but I'm no. getting out of the key in defense. He's like, What the fuck are you doing? I'm like, I don't want a three second call. He, goes, what the? he looked at me, he goes, You think this is the NBA? So that's how much basketball I know from like a schematic standpoint. And then football, of course, I know a lot. But yeah, so Dave never, uh, Dave's son, Matt, never budged. We never got a job. I'm sorry, buddy. Um, but, you know, until I find something I can lean into, and I, preferably I want it to be radio. I can't speak for you. I don't know if you want to. Uh, I would do radio with you. Yeah, I think you and I were the best one-two punch America's ever seen. Uh, I think we have a calling. Mm-hmm. We're like Jonathan Stewart, D'Angelo Williams. Yeah, or I'm D'Angelo Williams, Chase Edmonds, and uh, um, <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> Connor. Connor. Uh-huh. Or uh, JD McKissick and uh, Antonio Gibson. What's the That's worst comment? The worst, uh, Salvan Ahmed and Miles Gaskin. Yep, yep, yep. Orleans Darkwa and. Uh, <laughs> and Wayne Gallman. That's hilarious. Uh, we, we're better than this. What else can we think of? That's a funny as hell. I'm Who's trying to think of the worst. Uh, there, it's most most of it's because of injuries. What was the uh, Lions? Boston yeah. Scott and Corey Clement was a pretty bad one when Miles Sanders um, went down. Who's that old Notre Dame running back that played for Philly back when everyone got hurt like four years ago? Philly. Yeah, he was on Philly. He ended up starting a game. Um, people are picking up and him up in fantasy left and right. Um, I'm gonna look it up right now. Oh. Um... Ah, he played in Seattle. Yes, he did. Yes, yes, What's yes. His fucking name. He were like number twenty. Yeah, I know exactly right who you're talking about. Um, let's see. Oh my god, his name's totally escaping me. CJ Prosize. Yep. Yeah, he started. Shut up. Yeah, but that's that's we're Wayne, Wayne Gallman and Orleans Dark one. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So, you know, until that faithful day comes where I can actually have a job that pays me and hopefully you to talk sports or whether it's a job that pays me to talk only about football from a schematic standpoint Mm -hmm. or shit to talk what I try to do with JJ, just talk sports gambling all day, Um, Mm. you know, throw out a wide net, just talk sports. So kind of going back to our roots, I'm going to talk Diamondbacks baseball. And Garrett, I have some interesting shit that I'm about to say to you. Uh, I bet I know you're going to love and be interested in because I'm trying to. I have been following baseball in general. But I've not followed Diamondbacks baseball in the slightest. So, this this doesn't even really have to do with Diamondbacks baseball. They're uh, season worst, eight games under 500 right now. They are 32 and 40. Is that a good start? Yeah, not a bad start. They were hovering around 500, even a game or two above 500, a game or two below 500. They just got swept in San Diego. And I mean, you can see the talent discrepancy on the field in San Diego. Like, San Diego's trying to win a World Series. That's their end game right now. They have uh-huh. five pitchers that are all better than all of ours except Zach Allen. They have three or four hitters that are all better than everybody but Cattell Marte and potentially Christian Walker. So, yeah, you, and the bullpens aren't even close. So, yeah, they get swept in the They dropped the first game 5-1 to Detroit last night. Um, not the best game for Merrill Kelly, but got no run support anyway, so like it matters. Tonight's Alex Fido, the rookie left-hander with a sub five ERA and a whip right around one and a half against Zach Davies, the changeup thrower, the uh, guy who tries to get soft contact two and four in the season with a 3.96 ERA. I like him, but you know, the season's going to march on. I have over 66 and a half wins. That's what, you know, I'm aiming for, but this is what I found today, Garrett. Mm -hmm. So let's remember 2017, the Diamondbacks made the playoffs, right? I went to the wild card game at Cameron. Garrett wasn't invited. And um, not that you would want to go, and uh, you probably would have. Uh, 
Mm-hmm, this chance is ticket, and then he calls me like an hour before the game. He's like, I can't make it. I got to go to football practice because he's coaching at Saguaro, and they were actually winning games, and I was at Camelback, and we were actively losing Wait, games. Wait, whose ticket was it? Chance Randall. Chance was coaching at Saguaro? So his brother was a linebacker there. His brother went to Air Force. I did not know that. Yeah, Chance uh, is a freak athlete. Yeah. Very good athlete. He was a linebacker like his brother, but the difference between Chance and his brother was you know how Chance was built like a brick shit house? Uh-huh. Shit uh, brick house? No, shit brick No, brick shit house. He, like, he, he, you know how Chance's shoulders would basically touch like both sides of the doorway when you'd walk in? Uh-huh. Yeah. His brother was just taller, leaner, faster, and just as strong. His brother was legit. But God, Chance is one of the strongest people I've ever met. He can't make it. I have to – I'm like – 10 minutes to make a decision call cam he lives by me he spooks me and we go to the game so they make they make the playoffs you know great for them zach Grinky, robbie ray paul goldschmidt aj pollock it all worked out fast forward to 2019 2018 they tried to rerun it uh, run it back didn't work they started the season like 26 and 9 ended up finishing the season 500 um right around 500 don't make the playoffs 2019 pretty good season but we decide to sell anyways right Paul Goldschmidt, Zach Greenke. Here's who we got back for all these guys. Hold on, buddy. We got – so this is since 2019. Stop. This is since – This is since 2019. Paul Goldschmidt is going to have four top 20 MVP finishes, and he might win it this year. Shit, who knows? He hasn't – He's eight. been going crazy. Oh, yeah. He's like third in odds in the NL behind Machado and Mookie Betts. He has an 885 OPS while in St. Louis. He's probably going to start the all-star game this year. And he's played all but three games since he's been in St. Louis. All but God. three at first base. The D-backs in return got four pl- players slash picks. They got Luke Weaver. He's 9-19 and with the Diamondbacks. 19 losses uh, with a 4.83 ERA. He says he's yet to per- surpass 65 innings in a season. And that's with, that's him coming out of relief only twice. So he's been unable to start more than 12 games pretty much every season in Arizona. So that's one of the pitchers we got, or the only pitcher we got in return. Bonds. We got Carson Kelly, your boy. Good. He has a negative 13 OPS plus. Do you know what OPS plus is, Garrett? No. So it's basically like, you know, OPS slugging plus on the uh, on base percentage. It's, yeah. Um, 100 is average. So if you have 100, that means you're baseline an average MLB player, which isn't bad. Like, it's just you're a good baseball player. His OPS this year, OPS plus, is negative 13. I didn't even know that was possible. I didn't know you could dip under zero. And I, I, I think he broke the algorithm. <laughs> so shattered. it's it's your OPS compared to the, the league average? The league average. So okay. 100 is the average. Like, Paul Goldschmidt. Like Carson Kelly was supposed to be good. I'm thinking about Merrill Kelly. No, no, Carson Kelly was good. His first year, he had an OPS plus around like 108. His third year was like 114. So he's been pretty good. This year, it's negative 13, and he's got an OPS of 299. So he's just got he got. That's up. why. Okay. Um, Andrew Young, a minor leaguer we got in return, 205 career batting average. He good has friend. a 462 career slugging percentage, which isn't bad. Uh, but he got designated for assignment last year. So in the Diamondbacks, you know, with their wisdom, all their all their wisdom, they decided, you know what? You know, this guy, he's decent, but we can do better. They can't. And they had a, a comp B pick that they used on Dominic Fletcher. His brother plays for the Angels. He's hitting 337 in the minors with 10 homers and five stolen bases between double A and triple A. And his minor league numbers are pretty identical to his college numbers. You know, 300 hitter, decent pop, and steel bags. So that's working out. So we basically traded Paul Goldschmidt for two players this year and for the majority of their careers who have been negative in the win department, a guy who we already let go, and another guy who's still in the minors. And then there's Zach Greinke. Same year, we traded him to Houston. He was 22-10 and 10 in Houston with a World Series run, sub-4 ERA, and a whip about 1.14. He's struggling right now in Kansas City, but he's getting older. But still, that's mm. the second half of 2019, 2020, and 2021. If we still had him and Paul Goldschmidt, we can make a move. Oh, we got Seth Beer, career 210 batting average. He, uh, he had the walk-off home run 
On I was going to say, don't forget the uh, yeah, day on beer day. Since then, he's been pretty ass. Got option to AAA. He's hitting under 200 in Reno. And his OPS is down 100 points from his career average. His OPS God. is 700. In the minors, it's like 850 career. So he's having a terrible year. He's really not fixing his swing. He probably won't be back anytime soon. Corbin Martin, the pitcher we got, the former top 100 prospect, 0-3 with a 7.71 ERA. There's a little silver lining with him is that his last outing in Arizona was the game Madison Bumgarner got ejected when that guy was trying to finger fuck his hand. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's checking him, and he's basically, finger like, fuck. just massaging him, and he's just like, I wish a motherfucker would. And Bumgarner did, so they ejected him. I think Martin went, like, five innings, three earned. Not great, but kept him in the game, and they won. Um, and he struck out, like, 12 guys the other day in Reno. So that's going well, but so far, not the, you know, return on investment you wanted. Um, J.B. Puskaskis, who is Sydney's boyfriend, husband, sorry, they, they got hitched. Our good oh. friends, she married uh, J.B. Um, he came over in the Houston deal with Zach, uh, with Seth Beer and Corbin Marn. They got, um, I see him on Facebook all the time. He looks healthy. I know he's uh, coming back from. He's really short. bad in MLB The Show. Yeah, he's he's he he's two and two with a seven point seven nine ERA in Arizona with a whip near two, and he averages about two strikeouts to every walk. And his rehabbing of the shoulder tear took a setback the other day due to hamstring tightness. So, uh, not great. And then the best player out of all those guys for those two All Stars was Josh Rojas, who is a career two fifty hitter with a ninety OPS plus and a 102 OPS plus since 2021, suggesting that really he's just a replacement level talent. Like he's a good yeah. baseball player. He's, he's solid. So you traded a future MVP, which is what he's and about. Probably a Hall of Famer. Yeah, and a, and a Hall of Famer who's probably going to retire in St. Louis Red now. <laughs> Think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you traded. He's not signing a one-day contract. No, you tr- and you traded another Hall of Famer in Zach Greinke, who a thousand percent is not retiring in Arizona Teal. Um, for a bunch of guys that so far haven't got it done. And then let's not forget about the famous Robbie Ray trade. Robbie Ray was traded in uh, 2019 or 2020, sorry, um, for Travis Virgin. Since then, Robbie Ray has won an AL Cy Young. He's young too. Yeah, he's like 29. Travis Virgin pitched six innings in Arizona. And then we said, you know what? Here's your walking papers. <laughs> Go join Andrew Young on another team. So, dude, Garrett, we traded Robbie Ray for virtually nothing. We got a guy and then cut him off the of 40. Was Robbie Ray making money when we had him? Not really. I but say we, I, like I'm a Diamondbacks fan. Yeah, so, so the whole idea behind Robbie Ray, just so you know, is you know how you have to have five years of team control before you hit free agency? Uh-huh. He was hitting free agency after the 2021 season, I believe. But he was doing so bad or poorly, I should say, in the 2020 season that we decided – we don't want to try to keep him around anymore. Um, instead of trying to fix him, let's just get rid of him and make him somebody else's problem. And so we traded him to Seattle, where or Toronto, sorry. And then he signed with Seattle and then won a Cy Young. Mm-hmm. And my thing, Garrett, is he was obviously good. He was an all-star in 2017. How do you imagine someone calling you and offering you a guy who was an all-star like two, two years ago and going, yeah, we want to trade him to you. And you go, what do you want? They go, ah, that 29-year-old relief pitcher from AA. <laughs> like, what? It's insulting. It's ins- uh, yeah, it blows my mind. And I know that our GM, Mike Hazen, has to make these moves because Ken Kendrick ain't going to spend money on anybody but an aging Madison Baumgartner. But, damn, can you get back anybody? Like, I'm talking anybody. Can you get back, like – like, who's, who's just somebody that would be decent? Could you get back D.D. Gregorius? I miss D.D. Yeah, he was, I mean, back? he was one of our better our better infielders. For, yeah, besides I mean, I'm talking Cal. to Garrett that can, like, swing a bat. Could we get his doable Herrera? Uh, Ranger Suarez? You know, I'm just naming Phillies. Anybody. It doesn't need to be anyone good. Chris Flexen from Seattle? Just an average pitcher. Or from Houston, could we not have got um, – Freaking Chaz McCormick, like their their fourth bat off the bench. I don't know. So that's where I'm at uh, with my Diamondback update. Was yeah, they're not very good this year, and we are rebuilding. You've seen Alec Thomas play, right? Who? Alec Thomas. Yeah. Yeah. So 
the the new era is coming along pretty well from the homegrown guys. Thomas looks good. Perdomo is slumping, but he still has an OBB OBP over 300. He gets on base, plays good field. He's still young. Corbin Carroll is going off. Jordan Waller is going off. Dominic Fletcher is going off. The pitching needs to step up. Is Christian Robinson playing baseball, or is he still? Yeah, on the so run? Garrett got Christian Robinson's rookie card. It's like Bowman first, a former. Not top. even his rookie card. It's like the. Granted, it's from some of those baseball card sets. Like you open them up, and then like three cards in, you go, "Oh, this isn't a licensed baseball card set. This is just they have to blur out the, the logos yeah. and shit." Dunross, uh, right? Or Dunross or? Donruss? No, it was I can't. I think it was Tops or something. Mm-hmm. But I get this insane. It's like a Jersey like refractor holographic autograph card, and it's numbered to ten. I look at it, I'm like, "Holy shit!" I call Alec and I go, hey, is, is Christian Robinson good? And at the time, he kind of was. And then I forgot what happened. He got like a domestic violence charge. No, 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 no. Don't be slandering Christian oh, Robinson. Oh, no? He was like kind of right. So back in the heyday, like before 19, when we made all these trades, we had Corbin Carroll, Alec Thomas, and Christian Robinson. We had three top 100 prospects, all outfielders. Uh, Christian Robinson probably had the most pop of the three. Corbin Carroll was the fastest, and Alex Thomas had the best bat, um, probably the most consistent. Christian Robinson got, was found walking on the freeway. Mind you, he's from what, the Dominican Republic or something? No idea. He's found walking on the His freeway. name doesn't scream Dominican Republic to me, though. He might be Cuban. I don't know what he is. Christian Robinson from- could just be from Miami. No, he, he has to get a visa. That's why I know he's not. Oh, Miami. okay. So he, he, a cop was like, homie, you can't be walking on the, on the freeway. And he's like, um, you know, try to give him the one, two combo with a side of knock, get, get the fuck out of here. And, um, yeah, that didn't work out too well. And he got booked and they're like, yeah, he has mental issues. He's all over the place and he has to have a visa to be, you can't get arrested and not be from here. So he had to go back and he had to get his visa like reinstated. And that was a whole issue, but he is back. He is Where's back. Where's he playing? Is he in Reno or is he in Double A? He's nowhere right now. He he didn't swing a bat, Garrett, because of COVID <laughs> in 2020, and then he couldn't get back from his visa because of COVID, so he missed all of 2021. So I yeah, know it's 2022 back. right now, though. Yeah, so he was out 2020, 2021, and I believe he started swinging a bat again against like real players in March, in April. So I know he hasn't reported anywhere yet. I believe he's at the alternate site. So you still have hope that you're going to cash out on that. But at a point, it looked like he was never coming back to the state. <laughs> Actually, got his card. So yeah, that's that. Um, so your audio is not coming through. Garrett. Good. Yes. <laughs> little internet connection. Um, I think he's like 25th now in the D-backs top 100. So um, In the yeah. D-backs top 100? Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> you know if someone made a list that extensive, they fucking need a job. Oh uh, top 30. He's like 25th. He hasn't completely fallen off. But you got to remember, he used to be second. So um, I hope he comes back to the youth movement. Um, this team's not good. Uh, basically, our D-backs update was, if we're going to be trading these good players, uh, trade them for something valuable. Because, dude, I mean, think about it. If we would have kept Goldschmidt and, like, A.J. Pollock, they didn't even resign. You don't resign anybody, man. And that's kind of my Diamondbacks TED Talk is, can we just resign? Can, not extension-wise, because that was uh, Paul Goldschmidt and Cattell Marte the first time. Before, you know, when they were in arbitration, we decided to pay them big money. Um, before they hit the free agency market. And big money, I mean big money to them in comparison to their arbitration with a lengthy deal that has a little bit of, you know, security. Like Paul Goldschmidt could have gone to arbitration two more times, but instead we're like, hey, here's a five-year, $80 million deal, $80 million deal. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it becomes an MVP caliber player. And we're like, holy shit, that was a good move. But I'm talking like, Garrett, when is someone going to be a f- good here? They first have to be good here and young. So that's going to be hard. <laughs> 
Cattell is the best thing that is really going to happen at D-backs. Yeah, so for what are, like, when Cattell's contract is up, are we going to actually pay the man? Or are we going to ship him off to fucking New York? No, they'll ship him off to Seattle. For D-D Then they're going to ship him off to Seattle for 2027-year-old, or 2027 version of D-D Mm-hmm. He's gonna be a designated hitter. He's gonna look like Pablo Sandoval and let himself go. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, I really love Didi though. I did too, and I'm not even picking on him on this one. When I said I wish we would have got some talent back, because he'd be like our third best hitter. Um, but yeah, that's my Diamondbacks talk. So you know, when we come back in a week or so, we'll see how they did against Detroit and the um, next few opponents they have. I believe they play the Rockies and. Um, head to San Fran for a four-game set. Um, Do you know that Houston Astros threw a no-hitter today? They didn't. A combined no-hitter? Huh? Combined no-hitter? Yeah, against the Yankees. So, always fun. Good on Um, them. And you think think Shohei Otani's good, right? Just checking real quick. Yeah, our friend Cam is under the impression (laughs) that Shohei Otani sucks. And then, like, the last three games that we've watched, Shohei Otani has pitched, like – 24 innings given up like three, three earned seven hits total and has like i don't know he's hitting 400 with six homers and 21 rbi i've, n- I've never seen someone be so like like okay he was wrong but to to, to be, be so like wrong. say something and then be proven wrong in such a fashion like almost immediately it was one of the craziest things I've ever yeah seen. That uh, is kind of a thing that happens to Cam sometimes, though, because Cam's, Cam has these just such polarizing takes. It's, there's no, like, this guy's okay. It's, this guy fucking sucks. And, like, a lot of the times we're talking about people that are in the upper echelon. So, like, we're mm-hmm. talking about who was it? It's a running back. Like, let's just pretend like it was Arian Foster. He's like, okay, Arian Foster fucking sucks. And then Foster goes out and runs for 1,500 yards and 18 scores. Uh, and then, and then, and some some guys will be like, I don't know, like four point three yards of carry for like nine hundred yards, and we'll be like, man, if you got a full workload, he'd be the best player in the league. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he had two hundred and fifteen carries. Uh huh. Exactly. Ow, this dog just stepped in my foot. I may have broke. I might have. A, what's that thing when you um, not turf toe? Hyperextension. Off your foot. Oh, list Frank. Yeah, I think I just got Liz Frank from the door. I like that. Ham, uh, someone came to the door, like, in the middle of the night a few days ago, and Ham's solution was to jump off of the bed and then put all his weight on his front paw, which just happened to be over my fucking knee. Uh, and I really thought he tore my ACL, 100%. Uh-huh. Like, the I, was on, I, I rolled out of the bed, and I was on the floor in the fetal position. This, this <laughs> fetal position? This, this dog's going to make me go in the fetal position and just... This guy knows how to get on, grind my gears. Every time I feed him, Garrett, he goes to the food bowl and just knocks it over. Food goes flying. There's nothing funnier than that. Yeah, so now instead of giving him three cups of his uh, kibble, I give him a half a cup at a time. Because he's just going to knock it the fuck over. Mm. What do you want me to do? Have you told his mom that this dog sucks? Kind of. She, well, she she's on my bad side right now because – through Rover, she had him uh, to be dropped off at 10 a.m. Oh, this is this woman? Yeah, and, and she goes, yeah. So she goes, um, the day before, she goes, can I actually drop him off at 7.30? I've been on a flight. I got to get my oils changed at Jack Furrier, but I'm like, fine. 7.30, they open at 7.30. I'll let him in. Let him sniff around, then I'm going to drive over there. Like, 8.15 rolls around, and she goes, oh, never mind. I'll be there around 9. You don't fuck with people's time like that. Yeah. Especially w- making someone wake up early. Mm-hmm. That's what grinds my gears. Mm-hmm. Do you have any more baseball talk, best friend? Um, on uh, my my roulette of who is going to be my team. So I follow I follow the Padres fairly closely. Um, but I've Mind talked you to Alex. Like, Diamondbacks fan when he was here. What? You weren't a D-backs fan when you were here, so you've been on the open. No, market. but I didn't really watch baseball when I was there. Mm-hmm. And I've been to a few Padres games, and they're a blast. But I think my number one team is going to be the Phillies. And I think I'm getting in at a good time because it's not like they've taken off yet, but it's a fun team to watch. You've got a good pitching staff. They've got great, great fielders and hitters. And they got Didi Gregorius. 
Yeah, you know what's funny about that too is like when you think of fun teams, like that's a fun team. Like Bryce Harper gets them hyped. Garrett Castellanos Stubb, is on there. Uh, Cast like every time that someone needs to make an apology on live television, Nick Castellanos is just waiting in the shadows of the mm-hmm. baseball bat. Uh, next time someone gives a public apology on TV, like live, see what the Reds are. Uh, not the Reds, I know he was there. See what the Phillies are doing. Because I guarantee Nick Castellanos is dug in at the plate. <laughs> Mm-hmm. One count, and he oh, gets a curveball that was supposed to be on the outside part of the plate. And he's so funny. Up in this wow. That's what your thumb looks like. It's big, isn't it? It's huge. Uh, oh, dude, look at this! Look at this! It's the size of my cranium. That's pretty big too. Um, a lot of notifications, buddy. I just got the one. From who? Uh, White House? What? Does it say? I thought it said White House. No. It's a Reddit notification. Reddit's awesome, man. Speaking of Reddit, I think this dog just bit through my thing. <laughs> bit, bit through my skin. Speaking of, if I hear, if I hear you say "speaking of" and it's not anything related, he he just got bone. Uh, we have a, a one hitter going on in uh, Minnesota right now. Um, I like that. Rockies um, have one hit. Can you guess who has the hit? The Rockies do? CJ Cron. Who? CJ Cron. CJ Cron. I don't know hey. if you see that. Yeah, CJ's got a single. I don't know when he hit it, but got a single. The hitter is, or the one hitter is Chris Archer for five innings, and then I've always liked Archer. So did I, but they don't let him go th- uh, through the rotation three times anymore. I don't know if he's like that bad third time through but dude he, he averages like mind you he's a two-time all-star i think chris archer averages maybe 70 pitches an alley so he's yeah. no stamina no i think it's you know what i've been wanting to see this for a while so before i let you go i want to see you can go to pitching splits go to 20 let's go to 2021 actually let's go his career let's go chris archer's career and i'm gonna go down to through the order so where is that leadoff opposing number of outs? This is riveting podcasting. Clutch hit location trajectory ballpark bases occupied. Um, how about inning? That usually doesn't. Uh, now I can't find inning. This is just embarrassing, buddy. Oh, by inning. Um, first inning he's got a four ERA. Second inning. He's got a four ERA, third, four ERA. Well, these are all like three and a half. Four, four, I don't see where they see it. He actually gets better. Seventh inning, he has a six ERA. and eighth inning, he's got a nine. So, I mean, maybe then, stamp. But yeah, we're Chris Archer fans, right? Say yes. Uh, I am a Chris Archer fan, yes. And I like his straight bill hat. Uh-huh, and I don't like what... You know, I like what he's doing for the game, and I don't like what Bob Brownlee said about Marcus Stroman all those years ago. Remember that? You had to go to sensitivity training? Um, I forgot what it was, but he compared him to another person who wore a do-rag once. Yeah, he said, he said like, what if Tom Seaver wore a do-rag or something? I don't know. <laughs> well, no, it was – Stroman came out with a do-rag, I think, and he looked yeah. sick. He looked sick in the do-rag. He always wears a do-rag. Yeah. He's uh, a good pitcher. I love Stroman. Um I don't know. I don't know if I love him as an ace, but no. But they get paid. Um, there was somebody pitch. else in the '80s or '90s that used to pitch in a do rag too. You know, let's just say his name is Ken Jenkins. He goes, "Oh, Ken Jenkins on the mound." Uh huh. Like there's only two people that ever wear a do. Well, in his eyes, he's only seen two guys wear a do rag. I don't know very many people who wear a do rag in game. Do you? No. In baseball. Oh, uh, that one guy wore a do rag in the movie uh, The Replacements. And people wear people wear them in football. Well, not 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 replacements. Um, any given Sunday, LL Cool J wears one. Mm-hmm. Do rag, honestly, do rags are kind of cool. You trying to get in on? Here's the thing. You're trying to I don't think you and I. I don't think you and I are allowed to wear do rags. No, I don't think we are either. I think I think, we, I think we would get absolutely canceled if we came out in do rags, yeah, unless we pulled them off really really well. You get it. This dog's just eating just random shit on the floor right now. I know. 
my my fucking puppy has been asleep this whole time, which well hasn't made a noise this whole time, which probably means it's shitting in its kennel right now. So I'm kind of scared to get up and look. He's shitting on the walls and writing hieroglyphics on the walls of his paws mm-hmm. with his shit. Says fuck this house. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're dead. It's a picture of you with X's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it says kill, kill, kill. I've heard crazier. I know. Do we have anything else you want to say? We're at 614 right now. I think we started around 5. No, I think an hour and 15 minutes is perfecto. Um, I agree. We will... Uh, we haven't talked about the NFL draft, so we'll do that next week. I think we have a general plan for next week. What did I text you for next week? Next week, uh, we're going to do our top holidays and quarterback rankings. That, and so that's, huge. Talk draft. that's huge. If you made it this far in the podcast, I've been wanting to do this for years now. Um, you know, probably update it every month or every two months. So it's what, 17-week season? You know, we could do through eight weeks and then through another eight weeks and then through the yeah. playoff. But a top 30 quarterback ranking – that is our quarterback ranking, not, you know, following some Mel Kiper bullshit. I'm talking mm-hmm. our quarterback ranking. So expect to see from my end a one Derek Carr in the top 10 because that's who he is as a person. He's a top 10 thrower of the football. So expect that. Okay. Um, I forgot where it was, but somebody was making fun of Devontae Adams for going to, to Las Vegas. And they're like, you're going to leave Aaron Rodgers for a bum like Derek Carr? And uh, I tried to send it to you, but you never responded to it. Well, because he's not a bum. That's just um, – that's live there. And uh, what's the other one? I think his career-winning percentage is like mm-hmm. 488. It's not that bad. It's almost 500. And a lot of cities. And to the all 500 teams. And Detroit, that's basically Super Bowl every year. Uh, true. And Oakland, honestly – or the Raiders basically are the Lions of the West Coast. Well, well, the Jets Derek, are the Lions of the East Coast. Don't slander Derek Carr, okay? You can slander him next week when you put him at like 13 or 12. He's going to be at 18 tops. If you have him at 18, you don't know what you're talking Probably about. Probably 21. Just know Kyler Murray's not in the top 10. Derek Carr is. All right. Kyler Murray's late 10s, but we'll, we'll talk about it later. All right, I'll see you soon, buddy. Um, I'll stop the recording right now. Um, do you still want to do uh, – you still want – I we didn't we didn't uh, put a spot in for Aries. Do you still want me to do that, or, or are we just gonna post it? Yeah, yeah, put it. We, we need the music. All right. Uh, there's gonna be a point in the middle of this, just out of nowhere. I'm gonna put it in Aries. All right. Hopefully, we multi-tracked it right, and we'll find out soon. Uh, we'll see you guys maybe next week, maybe the week after. All right. I believe in you, buddy. I gotta go walk this dog before he starts to just shit on the walls. All right. See ya.